Hey, I know it's late, but can you talk? Two in the Morning is an original podcast where we unabashedly explore the questions that are keeping all of us up at night. Me, Mia Brabham, and my best friend, Michael Galfetti, are two 20-somethings who've been coming together for eight years with hilarious, sometimes deep, and always honest, infinitely dimensional questions about life. Now, we're doing it with all of you. Each week, we'll both prepare a question, something we've been thinking about all week, all month, maybe even all year, and we'll talk through it. We've learned that it's not always about the answers, but sometimes just about the comfort of conversation. News? Not exactly. Therapy? Maybe. Entertainment? On accident. It's two in the morning, and it's time to talk. Hello, and welcome to the final episode of Two in the Morning for Season 2. Um, Some of you may know, may have heard Mia and I reference that we wanted to start this podcast for years, and we actually kind of did. <laughs> um, so... We have this kind of extra special season-ending surprise for you with this episode, and you are going to hear the first ever recorded version of 2AM. It's literally Mia and I on the floor of my old apartment, um, just ranting and raving to each other like we do, and it's really special. And we wanted to share it with you all. Um, thank you so much for listening each and every week, for following along, for engaging with us, sharing your comments and questions. Um, this has been such a fun, um, fun thing to do, and we are super appreciative. And yeah, it's been great to like connect with so many people and people I already knew. Like it's been really funny that like my brother someone I've known my entire life you know calls me and texts me about the show um but also it's been interesting and fun to like meet new people because of it so this has just been a great time if anyone out there is considering starting a podcast highly encourage it um just do it just put it out there into the world um and no matter what like you're gonna get something back because that's just how things work so little, let me step off my <clears throat> little soapbox here and just let you know that you're hearing the first ever episode of um, 2AM Talks and I hope you enjoy it. Bye. Hey, what's up world? This is 2AM Talks with Michael Galfetti and me, Mia Prabham. <laughs> Sounded so... so scripted. <laughs> Even though it wasn't. Yeah, that's the thing about this. It's not scripted, and it's kind of just an idea me and I had of having some real-ass life conversations. Yeah, really late at night. Maybe not 2 a.m., but it might as well be. You don't know what time this was recorded. Yeah, you don't even know. But yeah, so like Michael said, we just wanted to sort of do something genuine on the internet where we just sort of talk about life. And so we came up with this idea. So every week we're going to get together and I'm going to bring something that I've had like late night thoughts about or random thoughts about. Just like, hey, I thought about this this week. What do you think? And then Michael's going to do the same. And that's basically what the show's going to consist of. It's very raw, very authentic. We're going to edit a little bit, but we're mostly <laughs> going to leave the conversation. That's what's going to lead yeah. and spearhead this podcast. Not anything super planned. So, okay. We are literally sitting in Michael's apartment. <laughs> 
on the floor with a mic between us staring into each other's eyes it's so romantic and we're literally just gonna like i don't know talk about shit so introduce yourself you should probably do that shouldn't we how does one podcast i don't even know (laughs) is this your major Post-grad life. Post-grad, I literally lost all my skills and knowledge of anything ever. What happened the last four years, I blacked out the whole time from beginning to end. So one just one large blackout. Anyway. So that's Mia's intro. Um, I haven't graduated yet. Still in the blackout phase. (laughs) What's your life? Uh, So, yeah, I'm a senior government major. I lived in Virginia Beach. My family sometimes lives in Mississippi, sometimes North Carolina, sometimes South Carolina. Mm -hmm. You can find me on the East Coast. Is that in your Twitter bio? No. Oh, you should put it there. I do want to change my Twitter bio. I think about that constantly. What would you change it to? I want to get rid of the quotes. I feel like quotes aren't what I'm feeling right now. I want something else. Ooh, I love yours is Ubuntu, right? Mm-hmm. Am I saying it right? No, that's classic, Michael. I it, tell the Tell the audience and the listeners what that means. I think that's really much okay, you. Okay, so, it, yeah, it's like a South African word for community. <sighs> and it's just about the togetherness and unity of everyone. And all peoples from everywhere kind of have something together. Even though we still have differences. Not saying we don't. They're, mm. They matter. They're important. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Shit. But we're all people. This is true. This is true. Yeah. I, it was so funny. I actually recently did an application for some program and the last question, mysterious, (laughs) I'm not going to say what it is because for reasons, Um, so (laughs) Michael's staring me, so I'm not making eye contact with him because I'm scared. Um, so if you go to Europe without telling me, I'm going to whoop you away, (laughs) whoop my own ass. So uh, I feel like we should shut that every time we're getting delusional. Yeah. It's going to be a lot, but Bring I think it it'd back. be kind of funny. 2 yeah, like 2 a.m. So I applied to this program, actually, and one of the last questions on the application, I've heard of things like this, but it was the first time it actually happened to me. The question was, describe your life in 140 characters or less, like Twitter style. Ooh. And I was like, shit. And I was like, okay, honestly, my description is sort of like this basic thing right now when everyone's trying to be like a young professional, and they're like apple enthusiast like coffee lover and i'm like okay <laughs> fuck you so i didn't want to do something like that even though that those are very descriptive of your life right mm-hmm. so i wrote the longest book in history couldn't tell who i am because i'm the people i'm i've met the experiences i've had and the places i've yet to go you're gonna get accepted <laughs> and, oh my god and i was like that doesn't say anything about me but like it does but I, cry. Like, I feel like nothing in this world can sort of encompass is that the word yeah who you are isn't that kind of crazy like your life can't be contained in one thing like even people who have books about them it's so crazy because we still like there's so many things between the lines that happen in their lives it's like you nothing like your life is so amazing and unique like it can never even be summed up yeah isn't that kind of intimidating though like i think about that all the time i'm like oh my god that's literally terrifying you don't even know how much this topic applies to me this is what (laughs) I think all of the poetry I've written in the past month has been about this topic, like yeah. just memories and how Do they you kind write of poetry? like, yeah, I how really did I not know that? about it, but I guess everyone knows now. Oh my God. We're going to have a poetry segment yeah. coming in the future, but continue. Yeah. So it's all about how all of these experiences and like our past and like mm-hmm. our mom's past and our dad's past and like everything that made them 
affected how they like treated us. Yeah. And so it's like this history. So like going back from my mom to like my grandma and then like how these influences just like pass down through generations to create like different outcomes and different experiences. Whoa. Yeah, I think about this way too much. <laughs> That's crazy. It is sort of like the tree of life. Like it really does trickle. Yeah. But I went on spring break to Florida with some of my really good friends over um Spring break, LOL. Spring break, spring break. No, literally, you know how you like you think of like Panama City, like people like taking yeah. off their bathing suit tops, where you're literally mm-hmm. sitting in beach chairs and like socks and sandals, <laughs> just like ice cream and old people. Like it was the most uncollege spring break ever. But like we had so many good life talks, uh, and I was talking to my friend Dan actually, and we were talking about I'm getting to that age where like I talk to people and I sort of see like my mom and my dad in me and what I say and what I believe and like the things like that they did that I don't want to be and like things they did that I like I'm like I want that to be part of my life. And I think we're getting to that age where like you like reach that fork in the road and you can like branch off in either direction. It's kinda scary. But it's yeah. weird to like notice how much like where you lived and your experiences, like how much they influence you. It's kinda yeah. crazy. I know. Like, when I was younger, my grandpa was, like, my idol. Like, I 100% just wanted to be, like, my grandpa. But then, like, as I started to grow up, I started to realize, like, my grandma's actually the best. Like, why did I love my grandpa for so long? He's kind of misogynistic. (laughs) (laughs) That's not okay. Mm. I mean, honestly, a great guy and, like, a dreamer. But you start to, like, Mm -hmm. recognize the flaws in your idols. And Mm -hmm. that's when you just, like open up a world of possibilities for like blending people together and Mm -hmm. trying to figure out like make your own identity but it is completely comprised of like other people oh totally but it's just like totally the way that you put them together makes them unique it's so cool we're all phonies we're all each other i know Wait, this is getting too deep no one is unique (laughs) i have chills in the worst way possible (laughs) i am you michael Give guys i just want you to know this is literally me and michael's relationship like since we like literally became friends like we sk- i think we skipped all the artificial stages of friendship and started going straight to the deep shit like immediately to the deep shit that makes sense <laughs> 2 a.m <laughs> 2 a.m <laughs> bring it back bring it back <laughs> this is funny because i realized i didn't even introduce myself i didn't say shit okay i'll introduce myself I'll introduce myself first. What are words? 2 a.m. Um, but okay, so hello, I'm Mia. Um, wow, stuff about me. I don't know. It's so weird. It's, this is like the elevator pitch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, hi, I um, recently graduated from James Madison University, May 2016. I was a media arts and design major, which obviously doesn't show because I'm like, how do you do this podcast? And um, I concentrated in digital video and cinema, and I mattered in creative writing, which by the end of school, I ended up liking way more than the actual technical part of Uh, film. Poetry Um, talks are coming later. Poetry talks are definitely coming to me, and poetry, like, holy shit, that's going to be ruthless. It's going to be real. R-U-L-L. And, um, yeah, so I just graduated. I'm living in D.C. currently, which is funny because my life path, I wouldn't have never imagined even three like three months ago the beginning of the summer i didn't think i'd be here but i'm really enjoying it i am an assistant video editor um and it's going super well i may be an on-air personality for the company soon which is super exciting i am just living my life doing me i like long walks to taco bell and also um short walks to taco bell so uh, can someone get this girl a taco (laughs) 
<laughs> Give me a taco and a book, and I'll be happy. That's basically all you need to know about me. And a margarita. So, and a mar- oh, a margaritas. Oh, that's definitely lit. <laughs> She's smiling so hard right now. <laughs> I really am. I always forget. I feel like I don't, like, I'm so used to video. That's another thing. If I feel like most of my, if people are listening, it's probably because you don't have a YouTube, but... I did YouTube for a long time, so it's, like, weird to do an audio version. You can't see my hand movements and my faces, so it's just my voice, and it's, like, kind of annoying. But it's They can fine. feel it. They can feel it? I, I don't face know. What the, I'm making right now. Know. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 2 a.m., so... Whoa! Are we saying things? So we're jumping into this. Yeah. This is our first topic. Yeah. So let's... Okay, let's dive in. Do you want to go first? Or yeah. do you want me to go first? No, I want to go first. So... Mia walked in my door probably like 30 minutes ago and she just asked me how my life was and we started talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) And the question is, can you be too mindful? Like, is this Mm. self-awareness going to destroy me from the inside out? Because I can't stop thinking about all of the possible meanings associated with events. Life is too complex. (laughs) I... Well, when I took two classes senior year, that really fucked me up because they made me think about my value. Well, one was this amazing leadership class, and we talked a lot about values, like do you walk Mm. your talk, but like your actions, your behavior, and your thoughts need to align. So it's not just a two-way street, it's a three-way, it's like a You know what this sounds like? What? This sounds like a retreat. You know, you go for like two days and you cry and you have a bonfire and you like make friends with people and then you leave. That's literally what it was over the course of semester. That sounds, that's too much. That's... It honestly changed my life in the best way. Sometimes I think the worst way possible. Yeah. And then another class where it talked about, it was more, it wasn't leadership based, but it was um, more science based actually. It was called Individual Sustainability. Both mm-hmm. super cool professors. They actually were my podcast, my last podcast, Dr. Pappas and um, Dr. Warner. And those classes really, like, they already know this. I've said it before. Like, they fucked me up. Like, good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was so... is getting explicit. <laughs> it's getting so explicit. I was genuinely, like, what is my life? What are my values? Like, they've changed, but is that mm, yeah. a good thing? Like, feel like in my life I haven't had too many problems where I've been like uncomfortable with myself really Mm. so I started thinking like am I fucked up like I don't know I I've never really like thought about these things so I started thinking really hard about it I'm like well if I'm not seeing anything that means I am but I'm just not noticing so I was like I felt like I was almost creating problems for myself like like, don't do this or you don't do this or like you do this like god that's so annoying like I started like having all these self-revelations and I was like I think I'm thinking too deeply like like I do you do you think that you can think too much or self-reflect I don't know for sure I feel like the thing with me is I don't know when to tell myself, like, okay, you've felt this, you've dealt with it, like, let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm cool with doing that, like, months down the road, you know? <laughs> I need time to sit with that feeling. Yeah. I probably need to, like, mess up a couple situations because of that feeling before I'm ready to let it go. You're so right. Like, I just, I don't, I want to be able to be, like, you know, if it's a negative feeling, if it's not bringing, like, something good to my life, I want to be able to move through it, like, faster. Mm-hmm. But then is that being unmindful? Because I'm, like, yeah. desiring something outside of my present moment. And yeah. I just, like, maybe I need to sit with it. And maybe mm-hmm. I'm just repressing it if I'm not dealing with it. Yeah. What is the solution? <laughs> Somebody tell <Help>. us. 
Michael just got so close to the mic and was like, please help. It was so sincere. I want to know too, and especially yeah. with post-grad, I've just been honestly thinking too much about my life, like, because you're almost forced to. Wait, this is not exactly... Do you have more or less free time post-grad? I want to know. Oh, that's actually... Wow, that's a really good question. Can I say both? Yes. And explain? Mm -hmm. So... One, you don't have homework, which is absolutely the most glorious thing to ever happen to you. Like, the only homework you have is life homework. So if you want to get shit done, like, you don't have homework to do, so you can do that. Cool. Um, but yeah. you, you, you graduate, and you're thrown into this workforce, and you're like, I'm working nine to five, five days a week. Like, I, you think in your head, like, I don't have a life. My mom kept telling me, you have, like, six hours after work before you have to go to bed, or, like, five, or however many... And then you have the weekend. She's like, and I'm like, no, it, it's not adding up in my head. I'm like, no, no, like my life is my job. Like, what are you saying, woman? I watched a video online about it. So it's a bucket theory. I'm sure you could look it up online and figure out who it's from. Shout out to whoever created this. But basically, there's 168 hours in a week. 56 is for sleep. So that's if you get eight hours a night. Mm -hmm. 56 is for work, eight hours a day. Mm -hmm. And then 56 for whatever else the hell you want. And I was like, you really? Like, people are like, I don't have time for it. Like, you literally actually actually have equal amounts of time to wow. do whatever you want and it really changed the way I thought about things um so you really do have a lot more time because you don't have homework but on the other hand you are working nine to five nights fill up quick and then you're really to do like be as free as you want and to be like oh I want to plan an all-day thing I want to go to a museum I want to do this you really can only do it on the weekends and that's two days out of the week so it's like you my my literally my months fill up so fast okay wow. okay so tangent tangent um <laughs> back to too much thinking <laughs> i definitely think it's possible to overthink yeah there's just there's no guide to it you know yeah this it's so hard i think you need like good friends to and you mm -hmm. need to be like so honest, honest friends with them always mm -hmm. and just be like let them know that you've been thinking about this for like three days yeah <laughs> and they me. can be like Okay, you should probably calm down a little bit, you know. Yeah. You know, all he did was leave the toilet seat up. You you should let that go. <laughs> let it go, baby, let it go. <laughs> I mean, who else can hold you accountable or like help you out in that situation? That's so true. And I think you honestly articulated it perfectly when you were like, Do I sit in this or do I move through it? Yeah. And I think everyone's gonna handle and everyone has the right to handle every situation or thought process they're going through the way they individually need to or want to. Um, I think you know when it's too much when you start to think, is this too much? I think you, you come to a point where you know it. Um, I did a blog where I wrote a lesson, a life lesson every day for a year. And it was like the perfect amount of realization. Like there was a lot of things I was going through in that year. And it made me, I thought it would, honestly be kind of scary but it actually helped me process a lot and the thing was like the, I wrote a lot of lessons actually about like reoccurring themes and reoccurring lessons and how they only happen because you didn't learn the first time and that that's okay but when you realize it you just sort of it's almost like compartmentalizing in a sense you're like okay here's something I'm dealing with or I'm not dealing with it's something I need to learn and then putting it aside working on it yeah. but then like not I don't know, not like dragging on it. And then if it comes up again, that's when you know it's an actual issue and you're like, okay, maybe I should hone in on it. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit of comp compartmentalizing, but then a little bit of sort of letting it go. I think it, 
a lot of life is like push and pull. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's it's it's personal. Like what you explained to me felt like a filing system, and I was like, that makes sense. That that's how Mia would think about it. <laughs> I just had a vision of that SpongeBob episode when all the SpongeBobs were in his head working, yeah. <laughs> filing it, and it burns down. <laughs> oh, bring back SpongeBob! Is it is that still happening? Are they still doing that? I don't know. This is another question for our viewers. We <laughs> someone look it up. We lazy as hell. It's two a.m. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So that was a good one. So yeah, listeners, tell us, rephrase your question again. When is it too much? Yeah, so how do you know when when it's too much thinking, too much, you know, because you can have so much double, th- oh, I'm going to go on a tangent again. You, yeah, can, do it, you can have so much double think, you know, this is what I want, but like, why do I want it? And then like, okay, where's that coming from? And you can like track down like once you Mm -hmm. figure out that you can like track down where all of your thoughts and desires are coming from and Uh like why and then evaluate them you're so scary my friend actually told me something a little reverting backwards again but he told me something so cool when you are dealing with something emotional and you have this reaction to it you have to stop and think okay what am i feeling Example, anger. Mm -hmm. Okay, why am I feeling it? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not over the fact that so-and-so-and-so-and-so. And -and And then you're like, okay, is it okay to feel this way? Really? Any feeling is valid, but sometimes you can look at the situation and be like, it really... Is it worth it, I think, is the question. Yeah, is it worth it? And like, is this something I should actually be upset about? Yeah. No. But do I feel this way? Yes. And that disconnect helps you process it so much better. Yeah. And that helped me in a lot of situations. I think I need to preface a lot of my, like, before I start speaking, like, I know Mm -hmm. this doesn't really make sense, but this is how I feel. (laughs) Why do we do that as people? Like, why can't we just say what we freaking want? Oh, I know. Without feeling guilty about it. Like, I I face that a lot. It's because other people, they just, I think other people get hurt really easily. Mm -hmm. If you, like, if you're, like, close friends with someone and you're like, hey, it was really annoying when you, like... I don't know, left your dirty laundry around the house. Yeah. People are like, oh, are you calling me like a pig? Like yeah. they And they think about it for like so long. Yeah, and that's like why I don't you. tell people things. I'm scared of hurting them. Yeah. People are delicate. Who knows what's going on in their lives? Yeah. It's, but so it's does, it mean, like, does that mean that we shouldn't say something like that? When no, obviously you, know you should mean? say it. That's not acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. I get so scared to tell people. I'm like, when is the right time to tell you that you're fucking annoying me? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Excuse me. Stop in your tracks. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Sir. Ma'am. <laughs> um, that's going on a, another tangent. We'll have to do that another week. Yeah. But my question of the week, it's thoughts of the week. Yeah. Slash question. I feel like it can be both. I mean, anything really in life is a question or else like, why are we living? Why are we talking about it? Am I right? So. 2 a.m. Be deep. <laughs> um, my topic that I've been thinking about is. How do you undo feelings? Mm-hmm. Like, if you legitimately... And I'm talking... Okay. Obviously, romantic feelings. I hate to do... That's such a basic topic, and this is the very first episode. But I feel like and everyone has gone through this, especially at our age, when you're like, legitimately, I don't want to date. I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to like this person. But you freaking do. <laughs> How do you reverse... Mm. If you genuinely don't want to feel that way about someone, but you can't, and everyone's like, love is blind, like, you can't help how you feel, like, 
but what if you really can't afford to and you don't want to? Like, mm. how do you undo it? Mm. Can you undo it? Anyone? <laughs> well, so my shirt's open. <laughs> All right. Um, so my friend and I were actually talking about this earlier this week. Yes. Um, Bless me right now. What was the... Okay, I'm going to look up a quote because you looked up the quote. <laughs> Me yeah, entertain our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Turn into the Mia Bradley um, Variety Show. What can I do? Let's go back, <laughs> back to the beginning. <laughs> do you know that song? No. <laughs> back to when the earth, the sun, the stars. Oh, I know what I can distract you with. I saw Yonsei this week, actually, <gasps> yesterday. That's oh all I God. could. I'm not even going to begin to talk about it because how do you start talking about Beyonce? So I'm just going to leave that but like, there. It was, it was formation, right? Like, I mean, it was it sort was, of like mm-hmm. Lemonade Tour. Yep. Oh my God. I cried a lot. I would have. That album was too real. Believe me, if that shit was on YouTube, I'd be watching every day. But you have to subscribe. And like, oh, yeah. I just don't. Subscribe to that and it costs money just like no. I know, I'm over the title Spotify Apple Music. These people yeah. need to stop playing games. Yeah, no. I devote myself to like one thing right now that's Spotify. So if it's not on Spotify, I literally Taylor Swift, love her. Yonce, obviously love her. But it's like I don't know if I could go somewhere else. Like I'm too <laughs> lazy. I don't know. Found it. Okay. So it's you don't know someone isn't coming back until they don't come back. And then, so that's part one. And then part two is forgetting is a necessary function of living. And that was just, was, we were having a random Facebook conversation catching up and then they were like, wow. yeah, I went to this seminar that's about amazing. forgetting Shakespeare and this is these are the two pullaways. And I was like, wow. Wait, did you say from Shakespeare? I don't, it was a seminar on Shakespeare, but like that. <gasps> Shakespeare. Shakespeare, isn't that weird to think Shakespeare is also a collection of everyone else? <laughs> yeah. He's not really Shakespeare. Oh, wow. That's really cool. We all are. You technically. We've read it. Yeah, you're right. We're all sort of Shakespeare a little bit. Yeah. I've it's seen so crazy. many of his plays. Wow. I almost saw one tonight, but I didn't go. Sorry. Hey, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But oh, that's, that's good. I mean, I there's two sorts of like, how do you undo feelings? One, when you've had the feelings for a long time Mm -hmm. and you're like, how do I stop this? Like maybe someone like cheats on you or maybe you just break up and maybe they don't return the same feelings and you're like, okay, I have to undo this. But then what if you feel something coming on and you're like, no, I saw this this meme once and it literally was like, when I get feelings, I throw them up and it was this guy vomiting and it was so funny. And I was like, that's me. But I feel like some people are like feelings, and they're like, those people who run away from actually feeling something real. Yeah. It's not that. It's like the fact that the situation and circumstances, like I'm not allowed to like this person. Yeah. Not by societal constraints, nothing like that, but mm-hmm. it's just sort of those things where like it's, it wouldn't be a smart thing yeah. to engage in it. No, I if I'm trying to stay valid. focused, if yeah. that makes sense. I think that's very And I valid. don't know. How do you undo feelings? Can you undo them? I think you have to be able to, right? Yeah. Because, like, what if you're, like, 20 years into your marriage, very happy, like, love that person, but then, like, there's someone else. Mm-hmm. And they just come along. And you're like, wow, this person's really cool. I really like hanging out with them. Like, we're having a great time. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you, like, 
love them more than your current partner. Mm -hmm. Like, but you've already chosen that person. And even if you have like feelings for this person, like Mm -hmm. you can't like, they will be nothing but a friend because like you're committed to your marriage or, Mm -hmm. you know, like there are times where you have to like, you have to recognize that feeling and Mm -hmm. be like, okay, if I ever cross this line, Mm-hmm. Like my life is over. Yeah. So that line will never be crossed. And you like set that line. And, and so that applies the single way. Like you've set that line. Yeah. You're like this aspect of my life will be over. Yeah. Especially because it's so easy nowadays. Like yeah. there's Tinder and there's Grinder and like if that line isn't there, like you can download an app and be like fucking someone in five <laughs> minutes. Like it's That's so, so easy if you if you just, like, leave it open, you know? Yeah, you have to, like, draw lines with yourself. Exactly. And emotionally as well. Like, if you can do it, like, physically, it must also be able to be done emotionally, emotionally. right? <laughs> like, you question that just how I'm questioning. I hope so, because, like, if not... Emotions are out of control. You have to control them These now. emotions are crazy. <laughs> Podcast help. <laughs> also, have to fart. Oh no! <laughs> I couldn't do it because you looked. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Anyways, I wish oh, I could just God. say the situation so bad. Like, I realize this is not raw and authentic. This podcast is not. Yeah. I feel like I should just say it, but it's one of those things where, like. I feel like I genuinely can't say it. You don't want because life then advice people from the start whole world. asking questions. Yeah, yeah, and it's just one of those things where it's just the whole thing is just weird. Yeah. Should I just say it? No, don't. Should I just say it? And then we can edit it out <laughs> if we need to. I'm gonna tell Michael in confidence. Okay. And then delete this from my podcast. Cool. It's. <laughs> you give me hope. <laughs> no, just kidding. I have no hope. You want to have hope. I know I don't. Are you sure? Of course I want hope. (laughs) (laughs) This girl is trifling. That's what you need to know. (laughs) Fun facts. (laughs) (laughs) Trifling. Do we have? (laughs) I don't know. So, I mean. I guess maybe like. The proof is in the pudding. If you end up dating this guy later on, we'll be like, you can't control emotions. Sorry, bitch. <laughs> you tried. Well, it's not like it's gonna happen, so I don't know. It's just very weird. Dang. Okay. Oh, so I want to know the details now. <laughs> okay, so me and Michael are gonna end this podcast. I'm really sorry to be... I don't want to say such a girl. That's such a not okay term. No. But Everyone to, thinks about To talk this. about feelings like the I feel like the the girl from Mean Girls who's like, I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> but legitimately, I feel like it's a question a lot of people have because at one point in your life, you're going to come to a sort of circumstance where you're like, I, you have to decide whether it's worth it and whether you can or yeah. not like that person. Yeah. Or have romantic feelings for a person. So, I mean, it, maybe it would be helpful in the future to somebody, but I don't know. Sorry, I was far from the mic. No, I think that's very true. Like we said with the with the marriage thing, like there has to be a point where you're like, 
no, I can't do this. I need to get myself under control. Yeah. Get these hormones. When you make a commitment, you make a commitment. Those exactly. are easy. I feel like some boundaries are easier than others. And you have to make commitments to, to yourself. Tr- You're right. Yes. Like a contract. Maybe I should write it out. Ooh. Mia, you will not date in D.C. Period. Sign here. Okay. Great talk. <laughs> What if he's the one? Uh, <laughs> maybe I am that person that runs away from me. <laughs> so, in conclusion of our first episode, me and I haven't learned too much about life yet, but we're working on it. <laughs> we are working on it. We are art in progress, work in progress. Works and in progress. I think we've answered some, we've answered these to the best of our ability, but yeah. I think life is a lot about searching and not finding. Like, you know, I love about writing and, you know, writing, I already said how much I literally obsessed with it, but if you look up essay in the dictionary, the definition is literally an attempt or an effort. So that's what we're doing here. Like, I that's think so cool. I love writing because it's literally the core of human nature out of any subject to me, it's, I mean, well, you know, science and everything too, but art is like the emotional, physical, physiological, just like everything you think and like do and like can be in writing. And I think it transfers a lot over into life and not just the act of writing itself. And so like with an essay, you really, you're exploring your thoughts and like it's an effort to try to find the answer and that's like what we're doing now and what we're doing in life we're like making an effort to find who we are making an effort to be better and i don't know we're all just sort of like works and that may be a very good way to end this yeah so if you listen to this you basically just read an essay <gasps> you're right give yourself a pat on the back go you <laughs> <laughs> you get a gold star dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Exit music here. Learning never stops, and we haven't picked exit music yet. (laughs) (laughs) So we hope you enjoyed our pilot episode of 2 a.m. I'm not going to sing. Okay. I looked at Michael, like, sing with me, and he was like, hell no, bitch. (laughs) So um, on that note, we are out of here. How do we sign out? Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Good night. Wow. (gasps) What a ride that was. This is literally a time capsule. I mean, that was how long ago? Oh my God, I'm so bad at math. 2016? Five years? It's been five years since we recorded that and so much has changed. So much is the same. Spoiler alert, I am with that man (laughs) that I talked about. Dan, you all know him. Um, we talk about him on the show. Um, but yeah, so I guess the answer is <laughs> you can't undo feelings. What did Michael say? The proof's in the pudding. Um, so yeah, we're still together. It'll be five years in December. So I guess not short, short, shortly after we recorded this is when we started becoming friends and then dating, um, which is crazy. So Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, What I love is that you can hear us breathing into the same mic. (laughs) Wow, we were scrappy. And it's so funny, too, because I feel like we were more jubilant and young. And I'm just like, what happened to me? Um, But there's so much wisdom, too, like so much gold. Like, you know, it's too much when you start to think, is this too much? And, 
give me a book, a taco, a margarita. I'll be happy. I mean, that's still true. Also, I still want to know the answer to when is the right time to tell someone you're fucking annoying me because I have not figured that out. So if any of you know, please let us know. Um, and I also do think we should rename this podcast help. All all so wise. Um, but it's it, on a more serious note, it's really cool to just see how far we both come. Like Michael has grown up so much and he's in such a good space for himself such an independent space and um he writes poetry I know he mentioned it and he's been doing it and he sends them to me and that's really cool and I went on I said I want to do on air I did on air and I've done the whole loop to back to what I wanted to actually do which is write um and I even say it in the show I say you know I think I like writing way more than the technical part and that's true and I've circled back to becoming a writer and then I did do the page program at that point. I guess I had applied. Then I got in. It's been so many years since that, too. I'm actually about to do a reunion with some of the people in the program. So it's just – it's so crazy uh, to see the seedlings of who you are and who you'll become when you do things like this and you document where you're at in life and then you listen five year, years later and you see just – the answers really are inside of you. Like you kind of know, like I really think the world teaches us to look outward, but it's like we know from a young age, like we have those instincts, we have those passions. Um, I was listening to a talk with Ashley Seaford and Oprah recently, and she said, you know, kids are the most ignored group. I mean, we weren't kids in this podcast, but, you know, younger people are the most ignored group of people in this ageist world, but they have so much to teach us because they know nothing other than to run towards what makes them feel good. Like that is what all they know. And I really do think that we know the answers inside of us. And again, it's just cool to see how they've manifested. But um, that is the last episode of this season. We love you, sleepyheads. Thank you so, so much um, for tuning in this whole season for this special episode. And tell us, can you be too mindful? Is self-awareness going to destroy us from the inside out? Maybe. Um, and then also, can you undo feelings? Have you undone feelings? Um, are you still with your boo from five years ago? Are you not and thriving and doing better? Um, we love to just hear your answers to this. And I appreciate everyone for all the text. I always get, you know, Emma and SJ and Maddie and Meredith. And there's so many people, you know, Lance who reach out and, you know, engage and give us their answers to the questions. And we love seeing what you all write on social. And we're always there to read them and talk with you um, because we love community and we love this little sleepyhead community. So follow us on social media at two in the morning podcast on Instagram specifically for updates on the new season. Very excited. Uh, don't know when it's coming out yet. And that's why you should follow us for updates, but we cannot wait to see you all in the future. Hope you're doing well in the present and we love you so, so, so much. And we'll see you next season for season three. Bye all. Thank you so much for staying up with us. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to join the Two in the Morning Club. Rate it five stars, or if you're feeling really nice, leave us a review and share this episode with just one person you know. This podcast is made possible because of you and your support. If you haven't already, join our sleepover on patreon.com slash two in the morning podcast for just $5 a month. You'll get exclusive, early, and free access to all of our live events and discussions, journal prompts, behind-the-scenes activity, and welcome merch mail straight to you. You can catch me in between episodes on Twitter and Instagram at SpaghettiGalfetti with one T. 
And you can keep up with me on Twitter at Hot Mess Mia and Instagram at Yours Truly Mia. Thanks for hanging out with us. Now get some beauty sleep and we'll see you next Sunday. Two in the Morning is a podcast produced by Jamila White and Via Kakanga. Music by Brian Kim. Cover art by Madeline Younger. Subscribe for new episodes every Sunday. Sweet dreams.